Hi, this is Linda Burton. Uh, this is Joe Burton. With Generation to Generation. Today we're here with the flowers. Again, nice to see you guys again. Good to be with you again. And we're going to talk about the circle. <laughs> the love circle? Yes. The love circle. Not to be confused with the love shack. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> the love circle. It's more wholesome, right? <laughs> Better life, all that good stuff. Well, let's see. What does the love circle mean? What's the idea behind this love circle? It's, it's about people that uh, they get in relationships and relationships take different uh, directions. directions at a certain certain seasons and they 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 move into different uh, areas of uh, relationship and it, it comes full circle. So it'll start one place, go someplace else, another place, and then it comes back full circle. And so if you don't know where you are in the circle, you can you can really get in trouble. It, it, I, I liken it to a wheel on a wheelbarrow. So you, you take the circle and you divide it into three pieces of pie or three sections. So take a wheel and divide it into three sections and take out one section. That's not going to be a good ride. <laughs> so you're going to have a bumpy ride. Yeah. And a lot of people have a bumpy ride in their relationships because of one section or another missing, or they didn't do any work on that section. And so it, it's really important to be aware of the three different sections of the circle so that you can do the work and do and make and understand the commitment and and know that the emotions are there. A lot of people uh, they go to relationship counseling and they go to different places because they're they're unhappy or not satisfied with their relationship and they say I don't feel like I don't love you anymore I don't feel love for you anymore. And the reality is if you don't do the work you're going to lose the feelings. Mm -hmm. Love is not just a decision, but the emotions do come into play. Mm -hmm. And when the emotions are off and they could be off for a number of reasons, but if you don't understand the reason why um, your relationship is important, then you won't pay attention to the things that really matter. Sometimes people get married or they get into a relationship and they just get kind of lazy mm -hmm. if you will and they don't do and when we say the work we're not talking about laboring but just being aware of the necessary components for a healthy relationship mm -hmm. that's what's important mm -hmm. so if you think in terms of a circle a full circle in these three pieces the first piece of that circle would be the commitment mm -hmm. the the commitment of love that's the first piece of the circle the second piece of that circle would become the work of love. Mm -hmm. And then the third piece of that circle would become the feelings of love. Now, generally what happens is that people move into relationships at the third part of the circle, the third piece of pie. They, fought, they go into a relationship at the feeling stage. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay, and so those feelings, you know, and all of that is working, and 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 it's testosterone, stop tis him, testosterone, yeah, yeah, that, that part, part. <laughs> <laughs> all of that's going on, and it can move you into what 
could become interpreted as a commitment. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it may not be, but it can be interpreted as a commitment. Some people even marry in that stage. Uh, and they think a lot of times people settle in thinking mm -hmm. because I'm feeling love toward you and we've made this commitment, you know, quote, I do. And I heard you say you do too. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so we stop there. We just relax there and think that is what it is. Mm -hmm. and, and that's all there is. And that's all there is. It's a graduation. Hmm, say it again. Graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the problem with that, though, is if you don't follow up the commitment with the work, at some point you start to lose the feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. because, because life happens, there will be times when you just won't be feeling that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I've mm -hmm. gotten up in the morning and I'm not feeling all, you know, but then I think about the commitment that I've made to my husband. And so sometimes I just have to get out of me. I have to get out of Kathy and we've got to be aware. And, I, and I'll say this until the day I can't talk anymore. But um, for women, our emotions can get in the way because sometimes we'll be feeling one way one day and the next day we're feeling something else. And it depends on what time of the month. It depends on what our age is. It can depend on what's happening around us. But when you're committed to something, your emotions cannot be the factor that either drives you or causes you to pull back. If you're committed to something, you gotta be committed to it. Like getting up and going to work. You're committed to the job, but sometimes we don't feel like going to work, but we know that because of our jobs, we have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I may not feel like going to work, but I need to go. You know, I may not feel like going to school, but if I want my, uh, if I want to receive a degree, mm -hmm or certificate of completion, you know, depending on the level of education you're um, searching or seeking for, you got to do what you got to do because the payoff is so worth it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes our body or our mind say, I don't, I'm not feeling it today. Forget the feelings. Do what you got to do. So if, if you just did a, a brief uh, cap of it, the, the commitment of love would sound something like this. Your commitment is all about you and not who you're committed to. Mm. What does that mean, all about you? Your commitment of love basically reflects you mm. and not who you're committed to. It's oh. really about you. It's okay. about you. When you make a commitment, it's about you, not mm -hmm. the person you're committed to. It's about you. Mm -hmm. it, it comes twisted when you make a commitment with a arter, ulterior motive ulterior. or a hidden agenda. Mm -hmm. the, the commitment has to be about you. Now, if you get two people that understand that concept yeah. who make the commitment, but the commitment is about them and not the other person, mm -hmm. Now you, now you have a healthy ground for the seed of love to actually germinate and actually grow. But when I'm committing to you with an expectation or alternative motive, 
behind it. Like, uh, you can do this for me and you're good at this and I'm going to use you for that and all of that kind of thing. And you bring this and, to the table. And you bring this to the table. And so I really love you, but not, not really. <laughs> okay, so the, the, the important thing to understand in the commitment stage, and, and problem with this is people don't think this through because they're so caught up with the uh, the feelings of love that they don't think about what the commitment of love. See, mm -hmm. each one of the pieces of the pie is equally as important. Each one is as, as important as the other. So the, the quick glance at commitment is your commitment is all about you and not who you're committed to. That puts us in the right ground to really examine commitment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, because I, I, I was going to say, it's a word that's not used very often. No, not, not really. Not really. Yeah, instead of, in, instead of saying love, it should, you should probably say committed. Yeah. Do, yeah. No, because do you love me or, or are you in love? Or because I know that's, I, I know that's a, a, a issue with people like, because they use that a lot, uh, but they don't have any idea what love is. Yeah. I think they're too much on the feeling side of things. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, Because I always think about faithfulness. Like your faithfulness don't depend on the other. Well, it doesn't depend on what the other person do or don't do. It depends on which if you decide that you want to be faithful. Yeah. That's 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 right. basically what we're trying to say here. Uh, uh, that, like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and and because that part of this pie is critical. The commitment. It's critical for a love relationship for the two people that make a commitment to understand what they're doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's critical so it's, so, so things can happen so it bleeds over then right i mean mm -hmm. like so don't each like you have you said you have three pieces mm -hmm. they kind of bleed all over into each other right right they, you try to cut it like a pie you take some of this with you and you take some of that with you if you try to cut it out because if you cut something it it will move into the other one but if you cut one of them pieces out you're going to start to have bumpy rides yeah and that's where people are they have bumpy relationships and their relationships are just you know up and down they got headaches going on all the time and can't get along and all kind of things are happening because they're trying to ride on a wheel that's not round mm -hmm. right and sometimes people, um, their relationship might hit a bumpy road or a bumpy area. And the first thing that comes to mind, well, I guess we're not suited for each other. And so let's get a divorce rather than find out what may be going on and work toward making sure that you understand where you are in your relationship, because in the beginning, when people first get married or when they first get together, everything is fresh, everything is new. I'm mm -hmm. laughing at all your jokes. Mm -hmm. um, I like the way you smell. I like the way you look. Yeah. Um, you know, you're fine. And, and then life happens. Mm -hmm. You know, life just begins to happen. And now all of a sudden, we don't look the same. We're not using the same colognes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we're dressing different. We're thinking different because we're 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 
maturing mm -hmm. and things change, you know, in, in, in the beginning stages, it's all puppy love. And, you know, we just can't keep our hands off of one another. And then it gets to the point where even if I don't have my hands on you, I can still love you mm -hmm. because I've made a commitment to love you. Mm -hmm. So it's not always about the physical. It's not always about the emotional, but it's about the commitment. Can I ask you a question, Pastor Kathy? Of course. Because I saw, I see a lot of young ladies do this. So when you, so I wanted to ask you if you did this when you were younger, when you first met Pastor James. Uh -huh. No, I, because I remember, I remember some, like, some young girls, when they first meet somebody, they, you know, they write, they write oh. their name with the other person's last name. Uh-huh. You know? Or they might draw hearts. <laughs> so, so when you were younger, you know, did you go through a stage like that when you're like, like, because I remember, I remember somebody, and I won't mention their name, but I remember somebody they were going out with somebody, and they they had this notebook, and the notebook was filled up with hearts and their initials of this person that they just met, and I'm like, man, she spent a long time. <laughs> with you know those pages because there's little tiny hearts and you know a regular notebook right like and she colored each one and and it, it's like man she spent a lot of time doing that so she was in that infatuation stage that love stage that puppy love stage that she i'm like man she must be really in you know her love stage because yeah. yeah so I, I wonder if you did something like that when you first when you first met pastor because no, what did what did you do though? Like you I, like? No, you, I ran. About... I ran. I ran away from him. Oh, you ran? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, for for a whole year, I didn't scary, want to huh? even see him, and you know, I didn't want to have anything to do with him. But you know, and so I I literally ran. I mean, not literally run, but I ran away from him because. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have anything to do with him. I wasn't ready for a relationship. I wanted, I, I thought I was going to have a career. Um, you know, uh, it's not important what my career was going to be, but I wasn't interested. So for a whole year, he, he come toward me. I'd go the other way. Oh. Yeah. So but did you then, moments like that, Linda? No. Oh. <laughs> But then, you know, I, I started, even, even, even during that year, I started looking at him as a person and I started to see his heart. Mm. And when I saw his heart, cause he wasn't, he wasn't like other boys. I saw his heart. I saw that he had a good heart and I saw that his heart was pure. And that was so that was different from any other boy that I had ever met. And I just wasn't one that was going around looking for love. I just, you know, I didn't have that kind of confidence where anyone would love me for real. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't in the market, but he right. found me and he pursued me for a whole year. And then finally, I, like I said, I, I, I saw his heart and that changed everything. So then let me ask, so let me ask Pastor James then, since you were pursuant, did you have those moments of, man, I'm gonna marry her 
man, we gonna nail this. <laughs> so did you go through that that moment then since you were the pursuant? Like, I mean, the pursuer? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, quite a bit. Um, I, I was attracted to her, attracted to babe. And uh, I first, first thing I did was put out this statement that she's gonna be my girlfriend. I was probably <laughs> not very smart. <laughs> that was the very first thing I did, you know, at the church we were at, I put the statement out, she's going to be my girlfriend. Of course, it got back to, to her. And as uh, far as babe was concerned, I was the last person on earth she, she wanted to be around. Mm. But, uh, you know, it was just something about her that I kept wanting to be with, kept wanting to be with. And that year process taught me a lot about me. Really? It helped filter out all of those feel those feelings to come to a place where I really, really wanted to be with her. Mm. And I think it's really important for women to understand this about men, because men don't always commit just because they have feelings. Mm -hmm. And it takes men a lot longer to really commit to a woman versus a woman a woman can you know she can be in your arms and and all of a sudden if it was right you know let's do this let's get this going this is going to be you and me and he don't necessarily feel like that mm -hmm. it was just a good moment it's a good time and now let's move on his, his, his testosterone was <laughs> yeah, up. yeah yeah testosterone was at a high level and now it's gone down and okay let's just keep going and that can really be damaging and hurtful to mm -hmm. a woman mm -hmm she's she's made you hers mm -hmm. and you have made her yours mm -hmm. and, and so it the the year that it took us to really get together helped me understand i actually wanted her mm -hmm. it was more than attraction i actually wanted her so so was it something that grew uh -huh. like, you know month three month four month five yet uh, started it, and it helped me examine it because the rejections cause you to examine why are you still doing this? Mm -hmm. Even though she's rejecting. Yeah, yeah. It, she, her and her friends would walk up in front of me. They, she let me carry her books, and her and her friends would be in the front. I'd be walking behind them. Of course, it it caused me to ask this question: mm -hmm. What? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And it, it made me see that he was serious. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was a whole year. And I, like I said, I got to see his heart, the real person. Um, because I told him, I said, yes, you can carry my books, but you have to walk behind me. Mm -hmm. You know, so it just showed me who this guy really was. And too often, women don't do that. We just... Too often, people just don't do that. But it taught, it, it. both of us learned something out of that year. We both learned something. Mm -hmm. I learned his commitment. And then I learned how serious his commitment was. Because at any time, he could have said, you know what? I, I don't need to be, I don't need to do this. And he could have walked away. Yeah. Of course, at that time, we was, we was kids. We didn't know the research, but I found out later on the, the research shows that it takes men somewhere between a year or, or more to really come to a place that they are committed more than the, just the, the physical feelings. Mm 
and the attraction that, that meets the eye. It takes men much longer to get to that place mm -hmm. than it does women. Yeah, you bring up a good point because I remember watching a show with Linda. Well, she was watching it. I just glanced at it. Well, they glanced at it. I sat there for a little bit. And, and this woman, I think she was in her 30s. Mm -hmm. Met the, this guy. And she was trying to hurry up the relationship. And the guy was saying, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I mean, why do we have to, you know, make a commitment that soon about marriage or whatever, or engagement? Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was like, well, can we just, you know, go and take it, you know, let it naturally happen. But she kept pressing in. I don't know if I can wait. I mean, how do I know? So I'm like, what do you, you know, what advice to women? Like, why do you think she, why do you think, she would do like some women do stuff like that, try to hurry up. Cause they, I guess they're, they are thinking about their timetable, right? I and think that has a lot to do with it sometimes. I th yeah. think uh, sometimes it can be pressure from other women or, or whatever that looks like. Uh, I, I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna make you mine. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's dangerous. Uh, I, I think uh, Bible talks about the man should find you, uh, mm -hmm. poor woman. The man should find you, and uh, uh, you, you shouldn't make it easy for him to find you. Because mm -hmm. if he finds you too easy, he may not really want you. And yeah. women try to do that because a woman feels if I give you me, then you're gonna love me. No, mm -hmm. that's not true. Mm -hmm. A lot, and a lot of women have had their hearts broken because they didn't give that man time and they didn't give themselves time to find out who that man really was. Yeah. And too often, women are just trying to push the buttons and the guy, you know, a man, if when a man decides that he's going to do something, if he's committed to it, you don't have to keep asking him about it. If he's committed to it, he's going to do it. Now, if he's not, he won't. Yeah. But to push him, that's the that's the wrong thing to do, because you don't want you don't want this man to make a commitment to you on something that he hasn't committed to himself first. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of times a guy can say stuff stuff out of uh, lust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, baby, I love you. You don't really love you; just mm -hmm. want you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, and and if you're not careful, you could take that because guys can make it look real. They can do the bite the inside the jaw and shed a little tear and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes guys practice that stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, they get in the mirror. You want to say? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. and, and uh, and basically, it's just conquest. It's just. Mm. Uh, another something to conquer and and that's not love at all that's not no kind of commitment at all and you really want to protect your heart from something like mm -hmm. that i think i know we're going in a different direction yeah. here but but you want to you, you really guard want, your heart yeah you want to protect your heart against something like that wow. and the best way to do that is to slow down mm -hmm. slow give down. yourself time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because i was going to say um, that in those moments, um, I have found out that some the guys they do tell the woman like you know like I was giving that example like you know why do we have to go so fast you know 
but for some reason is not being, you know, uh, she's not hearing me. It's not mm -hmm. getting past. Mm -hmm. Some guys do say it, you know, I'm not ready yet. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, you know, in so many words, they say it, you listen to them. I, I think uh, one of the things that can really uh, uh, create a, uh, uh, a deception for, for women is the attraction that they experience of the man to her body. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she can misinterpret the fact that he's attracted to her body, that he's really <laughs> attracted to her. Mm. And, and that can really create problems for her. She can, she can make decisions based off of that interpretation of that and find out later that he, he's really not ready to commit to you at all. All mm. he was wanting was you, the physical you. You know, and, and guys are very, it's, there's nothing wrong with this. It's what it is, is that we're different from women. Mm -hmm. And and a guy can say, I love you. <laughs> and basically what he's saying is, I want you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do they know that? Like, do guys know he's saying he loves love this person and he really thinks he does, but is really wants or less? Quite often, in that, his mind, can he tricks it? Is it like is he tricking himself as well? Well, it's those. It's, it's the chemical reaction that he's feeling mm -hmm. that might be interfering with stuff too. So he can actually kind of think that, or he's thinking that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because he's just in heat right now, <laughs> just to tell you the truth, <laughs> you know. But but when, when real pressure comes. It really, all of a sudden, it's your, oh, no, uh -uh, I ain't ready for this. <laughs> and that's why um, when a woman gets pregnant, sometimes the man is gone. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. And yeah. she may be thinking, well, this is going to keep him. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. If there's no commitment there, then it was just, it was just the act of sex itself. Yeah. yeah. And, and too often women think oh he's paying attention to me like james said he's not so much paying attention to you the person he's paying attention to your body and very often women will dress provocatively just to see what kind of man that they can attract and if a man i mean if you got all your stuff out he's naturally going to look but just because he looks doesn't mean he really wants you. You. The person. He yeah. wants your parts. Yep. Did yep. I say that? You did. Okay. And, and that was a good way of saying it. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted that, to know. And that's all on that feeling side of the wheel. Like we're still there. The commitment? Yeah. No, the no, feeling. The feeling. The feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, that's it, what it all is. It's part of it. That's part of the physical part of the courting and that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but once you move to the relationship, uh, that's why you should take some time before you get to a relationship. Because mm -hmm. that process there is just, uh, it's, it's a natural process. Yeah. Uh, and, and it really should be some time spent with the person before you go there. And a time spent without any compromising of the, the physical and uh, 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 that kind of thing. You, you actually, if you don't 
compromise if you don't give in to this because the sex really can get in the way it can really mess up things if you don't get caught in that then you get to see who you really are mm -hmm. because that is basically the driving force in the early stages so is it feelings commitment and then relationship feelings commitment and work oh and work mm -hmm. That's a bad, that's, you don't want to enter in that door first. Right? Well, generally what happens, okay, let, let me look at it a little bit. Generally what happens is people connect starting with the feeling. Yeah. Okay, so there, there are basically five different things that we understand about feelings. The first one is the, the feeling of being respected. This is in the relation, this is when you start to connect with the person. The feeling of being respected, the, the, the feeling of, of being important. So in a, in when you first meet, sh you start to feel respected by the other person. Mm -hmm. Each one feels respected. So you know how to talk to each other. You feel respected. And, and the ability to make the other feels important. So you feel important with each other. You feel when yeah, you're together, you feel important. And then, and then you feel you start to, after a while, you start to feel accepted by that person, you, you know, and as you, as, you, as you begin to feel accepted, you start to feel included. You, you start to let a person in on your problems and they start to, and you start to listen to them. So they begin to feel included by you. And then at some point you start to feel secure enough to actually go to another level in your, in your relationship because you don't go there fast and guys go much slower than women do. I mean, for real. <laughs> okay. So now what you have, you, you, you have then you have this respect causes you to feel valued. So, so when a relationship is going, you, you, you respect the person, it starts us, we start to feel valued by, by each other. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, uh, uh, if we're feeling important to each other, then the important makes us feel needed. So yeah. now I'm feeling valued and I'm feeling needed. And then uh, I, if I'm accepted by you, if we accept each other, we start to feel like we've been chosen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And so all of these things are foundational feelings for real relationship. And that after chosen, uh, uh, included, causes us to feel essential. I'm, I'm essential in this relationship. I, it's, it's, it's vital that I'm here with you. And, and, and as we start to feel es essential, the, the last one is secure. And what happens is I begin to feel safe with you. So I'm valued, I feel valued, I feel needed, I feel chosen by you, I feel essential that I'm vital to you, and then I feel safe with you. Now, those basic feelings, start to blend or build or you start to grow seeds from that and the seeds of feeling like I, I I feel like nurturing you I feel nurturing because all of this stuff is in place I feel nurturing and and then I start to feel uh, as I feel nurtured I start to want to be with you even more I want to be around you more and and as we start to want to be around each other more we start to feel more attracted to each other these are the feelings we, we feel attracted. And then as we feel attracted, we start to experience real romantic feelings. 
real ones, not not based off of uh, uh, hormones, but real, real, real. real. And, that, and that point right there, and maybe a few points before, that's when the sex happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's where problem starts. Oh yeah, uh, sex shouldn't have it, even though yeah. See, that's the temptation. Uh, sex shouldn't be there. It should be much later around that commitment area. Exactly. So yeah. that's where people. That's where we go wrong at because the sex appears in that stage right there. Yep. When it, it shouldn't be there yet. It's in that feeling area is where people get messed up because this stuff is real, and and you start to feel like that. You start to feel. Then you start to feel loyal to a person. You begin, you begin to feel loyal to them and your mind. Your mind. Okay. And, yours. and you start to feel devoted. <laughs> you know, those kind of things. Now, those are the feelings of love. The problem with that is those feelings cause you to move to a commitment place. Mm-hmm. So you get dumb, dumb, da da, dumb, dumb, da da. So, because people have moved now because of those feelings, they move into this committed area. They want to commit to each other. Now, now, when commitment, when we move into this commitment area, here is the problem with commitment. Commitment means it's all about me. I'm the one that's making this commitment, but I'm making it based off of these feelings, but the commitment is mine. <laughs> okay, I'm making the commitment to you. And, and what, it, what a commitment means is that I self-obligate me. I obligate myself. I, I don't know if, if as, you, as you look at this and, and just see how relationships as through the years have gone, people are not really, they're, they're making word, a verbal commitment, but they're not necessarily self-obligating themselves. Sometimes we're making a commitment based off of you. When basically my commitment of love for you is really a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. If I'm saying I love you, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the one that's mm-hmm. that's in love with you. So if I'm in love with you, this will come naturally. I don't have to pull it out of you, you know. <laughs> I want to hear you say you love me. You don't have to, when when a person really loves you, you don't have to ask them those questions. They just naturally come. And if they don't come, you naturally feel them because they may not, because some people are very verbal. I'm very verbal. Um, pastor is too, but in a deeper way. But some people are very verbal and they want to say it and some people just need to hear it. You know, say you love me. When was the last time you told me you love me? It's been it's been a week since you said you love me. So so you you can <laughs> you can see now you make this big commitment. Now here basically this is what commitment is. Uh it's the I am responsible for my commitment and not you. I'm responsible for my commitment. Now, here is the problem. Uh, uh, The strength of my love or the strength of my commitment is based on my ability to keep my word. Mm. That's that's what this. So you can see how verbal commitment without any ability 
is really not commitment at all. Mm. It's just words. So I can go down the aisle and I can have on a black tuxedo <laughs> and I can say I do. But if I have no ability to keep that word, those words mean absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. So I'm not self-obligated. I just said some words. Now, the problem with saying words, because we're coming off of the feelings. So the, we got all them feelings going on, and they're clouding our understanding of what real commitment actually is. Mm. Now we get together, we hook up, and like you say, the sex comes in place. And all of a sudden, now we got babies, and we got two babies or three babies. And then we settle and think, okay, that's it. And we don't bother to go back and do the work. Mm -hmm. So what starts to leave is the feelings. When we don't do the work, what leaves is the feelings. And once the feelings is gone, we don't want to keep the commitment. <laughs> and that's why the vows are so important. And whenever pastor, um, conducts a wedding, he actually takes his time to make sure that people understand what this ceremony is all about. You know, it's wonderful when, you know, we've got all the dress and we've got the flowers and the candles and the twinkling lights and all that. But he takes his time so that people understand you're not just coming to a ceremony, but you're coming to be a witness to what these people say to one another, that you are a witness to it so that if they ever get out of sync with one another, you can remind them of what they said that day. So it's, it, what is the work then? Okay, so here is the work, creating a safe environment. That's the work, creating a safe environment for, that means knowing how to communicate, learning the skills on how to talk to each other mm -hmm. so that when we're vulnerable, we feel safe. Because if we don't feel safe when we're vulnerable, we'll lose the feeling of secure. Mm -hmm. Okay, because the feeling of secure starts to leave because it's not safe to be around it because we don't know how to talk. We just yap and, and snap and that kind of thing and point to each other and all that kind of thing. Then, then the other part of that is developing and practicing the skill of empathy. Because if I don't practice empathy, if I don't practice it on an ongoing basis, you start to start to begin to feel disconnected from me. <laughs> okay, and the, the, the other thing is, problem solving. We have to learn how to problem solve. We have to develop the skill of problem solving without destroying goodwill. That, that's a skill. The last, the other thing I have here is continuing to answer the three questions. Am I okay? Do you, did I do good? Do you still love me? Because those questions, now, now if we work on that kind of thing, if we continue to do that work, then the feeling part continues to grow. And when it grows, the commitment is solid. Mm. And when the commitment is solid, we do the work. And when we do the work, the feeling is there. <laughs> Circle, but okay. take one of those pieces away. Now you got a bumpy ride. So let me ask you a question, man. So, so each person, you know, is responsible because each person is gonna go you know, through this, right? They go through the uh, 
Uh, why is it escaping me now? The uh, what's the first thing? Uh, feelings. Mm -hmm. So you got both people at this feeling stage, mm -hmm. and then some will be ahead of the other, right? Mm -hmm. And then the person that's ahead of the other is going to be looking back at the other person, you know, and wondering, okay, why don't you feel the same way I do? Because they're not up there yet. Right. 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 So it's like, so when, I don't know, I'm just trying to, you know, put it in practice a little, now be practical about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody has to slow down, right? Right. You know, that's the key, Joe, slowing down. So everybody has to slow down because you might go, so what if, if you're the person that's ahead of the other person, then you have to learn some skills or whatever to let this person catch up to where you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that, that could be tricky, right? It is. So since the man is slower, it's always wiser to go at his pace, not the sexual pace. Mm -hmm. The commitment pace. Because if, if a woman goes at her pace, she could be out there and committed and ready to ready to have a real relationship. And he's like, ah, you know, uh, it, you know, it sounds like a good idea. Someday we're gonna do this. Come on, let's just get this this is a hangout together and 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 all of that. And you know, you know how we just people justify it. Uh we 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 gonna we're going to get married someday. We, 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 we are okay. Basically what he's saying to you is I'm not ready to commit to you. Mm -hmm. And, and you don't, as a woman, you don't want a man that is not willing to commit to you. And there's a lot of pressure because for a woman, people will say, so how long have you two been together? He hasn't put a ring on your finger yet. He hasn't asked you to marry him yet. Oh. And, <laughs> and so now, you know, from her family, from her coworkers, from her friends, yeah. girl, when is he going to pop the question? And you don't want, um, what, what he's saying is, you don't want to rush that process mm -mm, mm -mm. because if that man's not ready, that is, leave him alone. Yep. Let him catch up to where you are because women are just, because of our, our emotions and our makeup were much faster to get out there where the man is not. And you want that man to be ready, you know? <laughs> oh, you dump that. So if you're a woman, you're in the danger of dumping that man to and running to another to try to find hurry him along or hopefully he'll be, and you just didn't left the good one. Yeah. Yeah, because he you happens think, all the time. Yep, happens all the time, right? That's unfortunate. Unfortunate that that happens all yeah. the time because there's pressure, and and a woman feels like, um, you know, she's getting pressure from from the outside, outside influences, but in her heart of hearts, she needs to understand. I cannot cause this man to do something that he's not ready for. Because mm -hmm. if he's not ready, he's just not just ready. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's just different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want him to be ready mm -hmm. rather than just do it because you you're ready or you mm -hmm. want him to be ready. But if he's not there, mm -hmm. he's not there. Mm -hmm. And that's where they make it. That's where I see that when you said that it's nothing wrong with that. But that's the thing that they make like they may say, well, what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. you no. know? 
and nothing is wrong with them. Mm-mm. So that's yeah. It's oh man, this this is this is ugly. It's a mess, man. We didn't. I'm surprised. It's a good thing we're resilient. <laughs> so, woo. You know, it, it, you want to, you want to relate, especially when you get involved and you, you get into these committed relationships and you start to having kids and that kind of, uh, California, I was just reading today, California has the highest divorce rate in the United States and the most absent fathers Really, in California, in the state of California, because California is one of those no fault divorce states. Mm. You, you know, and and the, the what's missing here is real commitment. Commitment is not there because people rush this thing. They go to mm. a bar, they get high, they mm. get the feeling good, and, and they jump. Oh, and, and and now you done you done had this sexual encounter, and you think because he said I love you and all that kind of stuff, you you actually think he cares for you, and you really that's no what nowhere in his mind. You see, saying I love you because he was excited. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you know, or because he knew that's what you wanted to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have sex in the feeling stage. Wait till the commitment stage. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Right. It is difficult because you, you, our young people think you don't know what you're talking about. And yeah. feeling stage is very, is very powerful. And so if you start getting caught up into that, then the way you think changes. Mm-hmm. You can the way you process. You, you can say, oh, okay, we're not gonna do nothing. We're not gonna get involved. We we just gonna go out and have fun. We're just gonna go to the show. We're just gonna go to the movies. Then we're gonna go get something to eat. The problem with this is that attraction starts to, to, to just build and build and you open up an opportunity. And the next thing you know, because you didn't kiss a couple of times and you holding hands and now you feeling on each other. Now <laughs> your thinking process changes. Yeah. What you used to think, you don't think that no more. No. <laughs> I'm not going to changes to, well, it's going to be all right this time. Yeah. And then it messes, I'm sorry. I, I, I just wanted to put this out there too. It messes with a woman's self-esteem if she feels that that man doesn't, oh, you're good. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if she feels that that man is not attracted to her on that level, then she'll start asking herself, so what's wrong with me? Yeah. Ooh, if it starts to get too, too, too demanding or too close, he starts to back away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he starts to back away, she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. Then she starts doing, you know, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but then she starts exposing herself because she thinks if I expose myself, I'll attract somebody. But that's the wrong thing you want to do because it's not it's not attraction. It's just I'm looking at your stuff and I like your stuff mm-hmm. because men are visual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> men are visual. It, it, your arms too short to box with God. God actually made it this way. Mm. He made this. And if you try to box with him, you're just going to lose. You'll get knocked out. <laughs> okay, so the best thing to do is to stay away from situations that get you caught up in stuff like that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no worries. So that's what, uh, um, like, because yeah, some women, like, they try to, make the, the they don't understand that the man is a visual person they try to make the man not be a visual person 
and be ashamed of being a visual person. But instead of working with it and understanding, I mean, because we both got to, we, you know, men got to understand women, women got to understand some things about men, right? You're right. So, because I, I have seen that, you know, some women push the agenda of, what, what do they say? Um, like, I remember there was a show last night. Um, <laughs> The show was saying this guy was trying to meet the girl, and and his and the, his voice in the back of his head is like, "Don't look at her boobs. Don't look at her boobs. Don't look at her boobs." Right? And you won't, you don't try to, but it's a visual thing happening, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's it's really complicated. I, you know, I know what I want to say, but I guess I don't have enough time to develop it. But it's just like we, I guess we have to really understand each other. What what's the makeup of a man? Mm -hmm. he's a visual person mm -hmm. understand that and what's the makeup of a woman right and understand that and, it's, and it's always wise as as in in girls need mamas real mamas to help them understand uh that kind of thing and not to dress like that now of course girls are are caught up in the pressure of their friends Peer pressure, oh, yeah. that kind of thing. But you you really shouldn't present your physical self to a guy. N not early. <laughs> you you yeah. really shouldn't do that. That complicates things. It gets all in the way. Because now all he all he's there for is because of what he yeah. sees. Yeah. And and again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the wrong time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just the wrong time. Don't put the cart before the horse. Yeah. Yeah, because the you know the cart now <laughs> it's overturned. It's overturned. <laughs> There's a lot of horses, horses at the, the, the road. <laughs> so so this is something, <sighs> Joe and, and Linda, that we we try to talk to couples about when we do uh, premarital with them, uh, understanding this wheel, uh, un understanding it because. Yeah, you had the feelings, and yeah, you you just can't wait to get married, and yeah, we just so in love, and and it's gonna be all wonderful, and you know the white picket fence and the three car garage and three point two kids, whatever that looks like, but the reality is, this commitment is real. Mm -hmm. There's too many kids that don't have mamas and daddies. Mm -hmm. They they gotta grow up without their daddy. They gotta mm -hmm. grow up without uh, with a mama who's been wounded by somebody. Mm -hmm. They gotta, and that stuff affects the kids. Mm -hmm. And 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 mm -hmm. so, if you're gonna make this commitment, you really need to make a real commitment and understand what it is you're saying when you say this. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons why it after this pageantry takes place and mm -hmm. all of the the, the flower uh, maids walk in and. And everybody's looking so wonderful. And then the little babies come in dropping flowers and all that kind of stuff. And then the little rain guy, he just runs in and goes by you and all that kind of stuff. And and, and all the all the people are, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. And and then the woman comes, the bride comes in, everybody stands and all of the, okay. The first thing the preacher says, dearly beloved. We're gathered together here in the sight of God to join this man and this one. What he's actually doing or she's actually doing is bringing people back to the real reason mm -hmm. that we're here. 
Because mm -hmm. we didn't got caught up in the pageantry. But oh. this is real. Mm -hmm. uh oh, I <laughs> You know, that's the whole point. Come back. Come back. <laughs> Come back to reality. Mm -hmm. This is why we're here. Stop getting caught up in that and think about what you fixing to commit to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about her. As good as she looked, this is not about her. This is about you. That's why none of the vows say anything about the other person. It's all about you. Do you take this and will you and do you and and and, and forever or, or for as long as you both say, will you? It has nothing to do with that other person. It has everything mm -hmm. to do with you. Yeah. Oh, make sure you got yourself together. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. Ooh, man, that's deep. So I want to ask you then, um, do you have any questions? No. Okay. I want to ask you then, so the the, um, the 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 wheelbarrow, the wheel and all that, is that something that's published? How, how can the viewers like uh, see some of that, you know, the, the triangle and, and the wheelbarrow? Is that something that they can go to your website? I have information on? I haven't put it there yet. I use it generally for a premarital, but I'm going to put it up on the website and, and need to get all of that done so that when I put it up, it'll be okay. Uh, probably a week or two, something like that, Joe. But uh, I, I have I just haven't put it up there yet. I generally use some use this to begin couple uh, training, couple coaching, and premarital. Oh, so if they wanted to reach out to you and learn more about it, they can they can. They can get a hold of you then. Yes. So, yes. Okay. And so is that so they can get hold of you through your website? Yeah, website and uh what's the phone number, babe? It's 909 909 999 5433. Uh, which is uh, Family Life Institute, i.e., LaCourtInlandEmpire.com. Okay. Yeah, because that, that's, I, I'm, I'm thinking about, man, it's, it almost made, it almost want me, I almost want to go back in time. <laughs> well, too late. I almost want to go back to time and do it right. You know, okay, I asked Linda, right? Like, no, no, before marriage, like, we're going to be together. I always want to go back to time and like grab that, like, you know, there's a hand coming into the future right now. Taking <laughs> that, that out of your hand and then give, make a copy for Linda. And, and then, and I have it. And so it's 1992 and like, okay, this is what we supposed to be doing. What, what, what? Well, 92, 90, we got married in August. You know, you still had seven months in, 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 in 1992. I'm talking about like January of 1992, because mm -hmm. we got married in August of 1992. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about January. Uh -oh. That's you know, when we met. You know, like, okay. So, because uh, cause I, I can, you know, I can slap myself across the head, my, my you know, my 23-year-old self across the head. Watch out, Joey. <laughs> but you know what? When you don't know, some people are very innocent in this thing because yeah. they don't know. Yeah, they and don't when know. no one has um, 
set you down, you know, like a dad or mom or a grandparent or a mentor or a godparent, if no one sat you down, there's a lot that we just don't know. Just don't yeah. get you know, people, I'm sorry. No, go, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, people want relationships, but they don't really know how to do them. Yeah, they yeah. don't know how to do them well, mm -hmm. if I, I'll say it mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Now, I do remember, or when you say people don't sit you down, I remember uh, someone sitting me down, mm -hmm. but it was only for like five minutes. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they told so, you not to do a certain thing. There's there's things to lay out, blah, 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 blah. And it was it. It's like, you know, so people may do it, but they're not spending enough time there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because I remember I remember my conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it was like five to ten minutes, and that was it. And I was gone on my way. <laughs> it's almost like you're walking in the in the living room, you see someone on the television, and then you walk away. Mm -hmm. You don't got the beginning. You're not gonna know what the end is about. You didn't know why this happened. You know, it's just it, it is so important, Joe, you know, for for our parents today, and even even in, in like your generation, even our generation, to really understand this, to to really tell people, because if you don't know, you just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah, it's important to have the kind of relationship with your children where they want to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. They respect mm -hmm. you enough to, to want to sit at your feet and say, tell me more. Yeah. Or can, we, can we do this you know, for the next several months or whatever? Because it's a lot. Yeah. And most people just don't sit down and have these conversations. Yeah. The school, what the school gives you is what? Just sex education? But I, I, I'm a, I, I'm a firm believer that if the school system actually taught relationship education, not just sex education, mm -hmm. we would be a lot better off. Yeah. yeah, you won't be seeing a lot of horses walk behind the carriages. Yeah. <laughs> that, that goes yeah. on a lot. Yeah. You know, look at that horse. Behind <laughs> <laughs> the carriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's a good point, though. Uh, relationship uh, education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would I would start in middle school because kids are kids are there in middle school. Yeah. And 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 the more you give them, the better they'll understand what it is. Now they can take all that good information and just. You know, it goes over their head, but at least you've you've given them the responsibility. Okay, I told you, because the, the our biggest thing with parents is don't get pregnant, don't have sex, don't get pregnant, mm -hmm. don't have sex, don't get pregnant, don't bring no kid here for me to take care. Yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not a conversation. Yeah, and they miss the whole feeling. You know, yeah. that's going to happen inside that child's body. Mm -hmm. You know, that, 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 those, that, that, that feeling, that those feelings, those spark, those sparks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't have a child. It's not going to do when it's oh, no. Ooh, like, I like this feeling. <laughs> no, that's, that's what happens, right? That's oh, what happens. Yeah. That's oh, what happens. So, man. So without context, if you tell a person, don't, don't get in the dark with a, with a person, don't, don't be biased. Without context to that, and you're not giving the whys, and yeah. and and 
you just leaving the child out there. They just wide open. They have mm-hmm. no clue of the power of the opposite sex. They have no clue, mm-hmm. no clue. They don't realize that their thought process changes when the mm-hmm. hormone level kicks up. Yeah. Be like me. What's this button do? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. What's that button do? Oh, a baby. <laughs> you, you know that's that's what that is. Yep. And now here you come bringing this child home. Uh oh. And you don't even have money for Pampers. Yeah. It's just it's wow. just a whole big huge. Whew. Shooting in the dark. Yeah. Trying to hit a target because you hear noise. That's, that's some deep stuff. That's good. Well, that's what, we're on. that's what we're working on, Mr. Joe. Just, just trying to enlighten people, help them understand the process of this thing you call love. It's not just that feeling. There's more involved in it. There's some equal parts that's just as important as the feeling. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I like this because this is not just about people that's married. This is helping people before they get married and even helping them learn this because they didn't know it for their kids mm-hmm. you know? like mm-hmm. if we look at it we what, it's hard to succeed without having the knowledge to know how you know mm-hmm. so yeah watching yeah. the pitfalls to watch out for and mm-hmm. you know to you know because a lot of it is you know because we all when we when we teach people stuff we want the light bulb to go off well not the light bulb necessarily but if you're t- if you tell somebody something and then it actually happens mm-hmm. and that person goes, oh, he said that was gonna happen or mm-hmm. she said that was gonna happen and it happens. Mm-hmm. That's the greatest teacher right there. That's the greatest learning moment. Oh yeah. 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 And you gotta be spot on too, right? You gotta be spot on with your knowledge, you know? Yep, yep. So, uh, so it's so important to slow down in, in, the, in, in those kind of relationships. It's, it's so important to slow down. Give, give the guy time to really know who, who he really is and what he really thinks about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could write a book. Several books. <laughs> <laughs> Several books. Yeah, it might help somebody. Yeah, you would. Well, this has been very, very enlightening. This is a, a really good, you know, this may be the best, the best topic for inside of me as I'm listening because they all were pretty good but this this you know this is like a because you have your you have your first and then you have your close second mm-hmm. you know close third and close fourth but this is this is pretty good you know you know you need to patent this <laughs> okay Mr. Joe trying to get him to write a book yeah you should uh, do something because I'm inspired you know, righty, sir. I'm inspired by it, by it. So, wow. And that relationship education—that's something, right? You should do something with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a lot of prep work, though, because oh, yeah. Because when, yeah. when you go to school and try and present it and pitch it to a school, you gotta have they gotta see where it's gonna start and where's where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the 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 data is there. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's their children and family services, uh, the court system, mm-hmm. um, divorce court. It's it's all there, and mm-hmm. you know they they keep 
this is how they keep records of everything that's going on in society. And when we look at society, we see that we're a pretty messed up bunch because we aren't educating ourselves. We're not allowing ourselves to really learn and grow. We just, we want a quick fix, you know, give it to me, give it to me in small bites and then let me go. I'm out of here. And we're just making mistakes after, after mistakes, mistake, after, after mistakes. mistakes. You don't get 10 minutes of, uh, you know, driver's education. Yeah. Why? Because people's lives are at stake, mm -hmm. yeah. not just your life, but other people's lives. Because if we don't teach you how to really drive this automobile that weighs, I don't know how many tons or whatever. Weighs a ton. Yeah, you you could you could do some serious damage. You could cause people to lose family members, and you know, so I call it the microwave effect. Yeah, quick bites, and you know, give me the quick bites so I can get out of here. I call right. it the microwave effect. Yeah, that's a good good term for it too. You can put that sucker in the oven. <laughs> what you need to do? Oh, cook it. <laughs> yeah, turn the oven on, and you know it got to take a while to heat up. Yeah. Let those you know? seasonings get marinated inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you eating an hour later. An hour? <laughs> <laughs> we want that microwave effect, man. That's what's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what's killing us. But you know, the hard part for me when we're talking and I'm thinking is you don't know you don't know. <laughs> yeah, she said that. Yeah, she said you that. You know, yeah. it's like um, when you say soft skills, and communication. It's like, I know how to talk. You know? <laughs> yeah. no, you That's what a lot of people think. Yeah. But you know, when, when we've taught in our classes, I've always used this illustration. Words, uh, words come from letters and letters are simply symbols. But when you take those symbols and formulate them into a word and a sentence, you can actually hurt a person. You can bring life to that person or you can damage that person. You can tell a child, you're so stupid. After a while, if you say it often enough, that child will believe that they're stupid. Wow, you created a picture. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you will be judged, right? Your Jesus said you'll be judged out of every idle word that comes every, out of the mouth. Every idle word, yeah. Every idle word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Meaning that you didn't think about it before you said it. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think do you think that words are so powerful? Because the people say this, and I don't know how true this is, because I find myself saying it sometimes. Do you think that since words are so powerful, when you say it, it actually travels like in space? You know, the the words they're just sound. Mm -hmm. It's just traveling and traveling and traveling. That's why that, that I, I don't know about the audible part of it. I, I know that words do carry energy yeah it carries a lot of energy and that energy affects affects people emotionally can affect them even physically after a period of time you know um and 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 in that way words become really powerful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know because there's a lot of energy behind words right like when someone says i love you yeah that changes everything yeah mm -hmm. you know if you if you tell a child often enough and not just say it, but they actually sense it, that they're loved, 
that they're appreciated. I'm glad you're mine. That child feels good about them. That's how self-esteem is developed. But if you do just the opposite, you could destroy a child's self-esteem. And you can destroy faster than you build up. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Negative feelings are much more powerful than positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they, they hang around longer. They right. hang around much longer. Right. Wow. So hurtful feelings hang out with you for a long time, whereas people can make you feel good. They can say things you feel good, and in an hour you can got over it. But hurtful things, they hang out with you a lot longer. And those good words too, those encouraging, makes you wanna makes you wanna be around a person. Yeah, yeah. If your energy is up, your energy is high, and you're really happy to talk to them, they can, you can see them kind of like this and start smiling and come close to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's true stuff, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> so, so I know uh, Babe got this, oh, she's gonna write a book about it. Not. If I write a book, you write a book. If you write a book, I'll write a book. Okay. So well, she's got somebody to help you with that. <laughs> okay, we know somebody to help you with that. Uh -huh. If you ever get serious of writing a book, oh, oh I, okay. I need to. Okay. I really do. Yeah. Both of us, we really do. She, she's got this saying, though, Joe. Um, I like you. In fact, I have it in one of my things here with the uh, circle. I like you, and because I like you, I want to be around you. Because when I'm around you, I feel better about me. Words skill of encouragement yeah nice so i'll have to i'll have to um get with you mr gerald because i've been i've been putting it off and i don't need to do that okay Fact. yeah you got somebody to help with that 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 and then maybe because linda gave me an idea about one of her books to make it into an app. Oh, okay. But when you make it into an app, it's just not, it's, it's different from um, uh, e-text. Mm -hmm. like, but, but, the, but the app is like, when, you, when you're saying some stuff in the book, you actually, you know, I'm thinking about showing something uh, and making it more, a little bit more alive, mm. right? The Dancing in Harmony book. Uh, the Dancing in Harmony book, yeah. So if we ever move in that direction, mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot of work because she has to get to work, <laughs> right? Because you know you write something in your book and you already have it up. Now you gotta bring out points. Okay, what else do you wanna do here? Let's, what else do we do here, mm -hmm. right? To, to lively it up a little bit mm -hmm. to, to keep the person engaged other than just reading, you know? Because you gotta be in the mood to read. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I can read anytime. <laughs> well, I have some ideas. Okay. So start small. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. like, Linda's, like Linda's book. Yeah. But that was a lot of work, though. My goodness gracious. <laughs> it's good. It's little, but it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> That's the problem. She doesn't have any fluff in it. That's why it's so thin. Yeah. Because a lot of people, man, they write books and reason it that thick. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of fluff in there. Like, man, oh, man. Come on, you know. Well, it started in October of last year. <laughs> and 
I remember because it was a sunny day and I saw these two squirrels. That got me thinking. I was like, come on, man. So that's how they build, that's how they make their book thicker. Yeah, and all stuff like that. Okay, I get it, but geez. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Take up, take the fluff away. Let's get to the bottom line. Yeah, if people took the fluff away, their books would be real thin. <laughs> oh goodness. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I mean, we're we're at the hour. We're over the hour mark. Hour and fifteen minute mark right oh now. Oh my! But um, it, it's been very. It's, it's been a pleasure. Actually, I, I really enjoyed this one. So, thank you for taking the time to meet with us again. We uh, appreciate it. Our pleasure. Our pleasure, Joe. So, uh, if you don't have any other questions or anything, so if you're listening to this and you want to find out more information, you can go to uh, you know uh, the website. Uh, Family Life Institute, IE.com, right? Yes. Uh, if you want to email, what's the email? It's the email address, Pastor James at Center of Christ Ministries. Ministry. Oh, Ministry. Mm -hmm. Pastor James at Center of Christ Ministry.com. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the phone number is 909 999 5433. Mm -hmm. yep. Got it right? Got it right. So, um, I hope this has been helpful to everybody. Um, I know it's, I know it's a little long this week, but it's good information, and you can just watch it in little segments. So um, until next time, um, I'll see you later. I want I want <laughs> I wanted to say something like you guys always say at the end of every Sunday. We want <laughs> your life, life to be good. <laughs> I need to I need to think of something now. <laughs> all right all right joe but thanks a god thanks a lot guys okay, okay. take care bye-bye